0: Hey everyone, this is Khalil from The Unbreaking, here to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a Spotify free podcasting platform and it's the easiest way to create, distribute, and monetize your show. Be sure to visit Anchor.fm if you'd like to start your own podcast like us. Now let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? I'm Khalil. I'm Jaya. And this this is is The The Unbreaking. Unbreaking.
1: Oh, Khalil. What are your plans for the week?
0: Well, I really don't have that much plan. I have to go to work tomorrow. Sadly, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, you got to make that money. got to so. make that money. Bills need to be money, paid.
1: Money, money. Money. Same here. Um, just work. I do have class tomorrow from 6 to 9. It's in person this time. So, I'm just going to pray that I don't fall asleep mm-hmm. while that woman is talking. But, mm-hmm. um yeah, that's really it. Class and teaching them kids. kids. And pray that they don't jump on my nerves too bad. Right. But this week, guys, we are talking about HBCU culture, HBCU lifestyle, the HBCU. Um, Khalil, you can agree with me. Going to HBCU is just right. a different experience. Right. And you just don't know unless you know. It's an unforgettable
0: experience. Yeah. It
1: is really like when... Our parents used to be like, enjoy it, cause yeah. you know it's time gonna fly. I didn't really think it about really it, did. and still so it flew, like it flew by so fast. And even now, when I'm thinking on it, like, wow, oh, I didn't really yes. do did all that stuff, and I miss it so much, honey. Honey, tell I miss it so much. Yeah. Out of a hundred and seven HBCUs, we chose the greatest, in my opinion. Right. In my opinion, the mm-hmm. Alabama Agricultural and Mechanical University. Right. The you know any HBCU alum gonna say the, yeah. in yeah. <laughs> the in front of the, the in front of
0: HBCU. Um, yeah, why caps. did you
1: choose? Why did you choose A and M? I mean, I know why you chose A&M. I
0: chose A and M because in high school I came from a core style band, and if right, you guys right. doesn't know, a core style band is like the University of Alabama, Army University, PWI. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They more of a technical style band. They walk their feet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was. Being where my mom is from, their bands are like show style, so they're mm. dancing, high energy. They play a lot of black culture music. And it's I was sheer entertainment. Yes.
1: That's the whole goal of the band. Yeah, yes.
0: just excited to be in there. So that's why I chose HBCU. I want to be in the band.
1: Um, everybody knows who knows us know that I chose A and M because you was on A and M, and I'll never forget our senior year in high school. You was like, Oh, have you seen uh, Alabama A and M play Panty Dropper? I said Panty Dropper. A three and it sounded good too. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "And they got a flag team." I was sold. I was sold. And and flag is something I always wanted to do in high school. I remember when I was a freshman in high school and got rejected, or not rejected or denied, I should say, for the flag team when I was in my first high school. So when I came to our high school where we graduated from, uh, I knew that I wanted to be in the band and I knew I wanted to be a flag girl. So my first year twirling at our high school and then I tried out A&M and made it the most shocking day of my life. Uh, Very shocking experience, but to say that it was a blessing in disguise to be able to go through that together too, it was just destiny really. But yeah, that's why I chose A&M and the campus. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, I love my HBCUs and I will fight if anybody try to talk about my HBCUs, but let's be a hundred for a yeah. quick second. When I was touring other HBCUs, mm-hmm. um, yeah, A and M knocked my socks off, knock yeah. on cap. I mean, when I went to ASU, I don't mind talking my junk about ASU, boo Hornets. Um, Rivals. Okay, I don't mind talking about them, but I remember when I went there to take the Praxis when I was in high school, and I was like, when are we gonna get to the university? I feel like I'm in the hood. We my, we making sure that our doors are locked as we riding yeah. through, and then I realized, oh, we here. Mm. Okay, then I toured at Tuskegee, because, you know, I had a scholarship to go there as well, and it could have just been the person I was with, no tea, no shade, but that experience within itself was also like, yeah, Tuskegee is a no for me, but when I went to normal Alabama, and it was raining, that tells you something, the weather wasn't even, you know what I'm saying, it was cold, cold, raining, my feet were wet, but that was the experience for me that I was like, yep, this is where I'm going to college. I loved it. Like, as soon as I said, I don't know how beautiful it was, mm. the mountains. Come on now.
0: Huntsville's a very Huntsville is a beautiful place, city within itself. In the state of Alabama. In the state of Alabama. Yeah. Yeah,
1: let's yeah, yeah. be honest. If we're going to compare yeah. Huntsville to Montgomery, there's a lot yeah. of things that we I see
0: support. why Adam is like the bougie cuz. People say Adam yeah. is the bougie cuz. Because
1: we're the bougie are... Yeah, infrastructure. If yeah. I have to say so, in Alabama, Yeah, very for HBCU, yeah, we're we're kind of the top tier yeah. when it comes to HBCU lifestyle. But how was it for you selecting your major? Like, how what made you select social work?
0: Um, well, my auntie she's a social worker, and I um, she worked with mental health. So mm-hmm. I in high school we had a chance to intern, so I interned with her, and I really liked it, and I really want to help people. So that's how I chose social work. I really won't say I didn't know, but mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to
1: teach. I, I always knew I wanted to teach, and I always juggle between history and English, and I chose English because. English has just been easy to me. Like, it comes in second nature. English has been my highest ACT score. It's been everything I had to do for standardized testing, English, and reading comprehension was my highest score. So, I was like, why not just major in it? But I will say, um, <clears throat> at A&M, and it's probably like that at other universities as well, you have to have a minor with the English major. So, I chose my psychology minor, which was a blessing because here I am now getting my master's degree. So... Um, it was definitely not hard to choose my major, but it definitely molded me for who I am. Yeah. Met some great people within the um, English department at Alabama A&M. Same for social work. And still, you know, in communication yeah. with these people. Because yeah. it wasn't that many social work graduates for you either, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was like 10 of us. Yeah, but I will say this, and this you can look this up. And, and Alabama a and University has the number one social work um, program. So, Period. And they really do help.
1: And they really do. Yeah. People leave their PW excuse me, leave their PWIs and come get education from A M yeah. for the social work yeah, uh, program. That. So big shout out to them as well. Um, shout out to the English Department, at Alabama A and M. As far as extracurricular goes, because I try to be as active as I could be on A and M campus, but with the band,
0: the band, uses that's it, like. Band, band is, is life. life. <laughs> <laughs> Band is
1: band. life. Band is life. Yes. I will never forget. Yeah. We was at tryouts. And I was, we sat in that little um, Clyde Foster Purpose room for like three hours while they were sitting there, you know, debating who was going to make it and not or not. And I remember um, upperclassmen, rest in peace to Dominique. Dominique said, band is life. And she shook her head as she said it. And I was like, band is life? But July 28th, that first day of band camp.
0: Birthday band, is, band life. is life. Band is life. Band, band is also a family too. Like it's a yes,
1: yes. I will yes. say I feel like um, as time goes by we lose that fam- you yeah. know familiar touch. But I, I will say like 2016 class 16, yeah. our freshman brothers and sisters, we still keep in contact yeah. with each other. At least try to. At least when
0: we see each other, we speak. Yeah, you know yeah. some,
1: some. But anyway, yeah. no tea, no shade there. But. I tried to be as in many um, extracurricular programs as possible. I was also in SHE. I did Sigma Tau Delta, which is the English Honor Society. I did AUW. Um, it was something else that I was in, too, that I can't really think of off the top of my head. But I tried to do a lot of stuff because it just looks good yeah, on your resume. resume it looks great to be volunteering in different programs and stuff like that. But the band did halter a lot of that. I mean... Band cap itself, you have a clear schedule. Ain't don't have no second job (laughs) uh, or a job, period. Band from 4.45 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, you are at the Morrison or in the 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 vicinity. You are practicing all day, PTing all day, doing routines all All day. 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 So uh, definitely band is life. I do miss it, though, so much. I really do miss it. Um, how would you say your living situation was, as far as like dorms? You know, everybody talks about that on college
0: campuses about how
1: bad HBCU yeah. dorms are. I
0: mean, it's in my opinion. I don't think it's compared to PWIs, the dorms is not it.
1: Yeah, same. I, I can't. I have to agree because I just feel like we don't get the funding that yeah, PWIs that's, that's, get. That's a big one. That's really what yeah. it is. We just lack that funding, yeah. so we're not going to have, you know, state of the art mm-hmm. infrastructure, but I mean, I will say they came up with yeah. new dorm.
0: And the old dorms, they renovated. They look nice. They look good. They yeah. knocked
1: down them two buildings yeah. which was sitting empty for yeah. whatever
0: reason. They are progressing though. That's one thing. That's yes, and you
1: know, Normal Hills they trying to do a little something, you know, something in Normal Hills. What she did. <laughs> 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 oh, my freshman year I stayed in Ernest night. Dorm, um, 10, 10 out of 10 experience. I okay. stayed with Michaela. <laughs> um, she was my RA, and we stayed in the same dorm, which was the handicapped dorm. So we had a bigger dorm, me and my roommate. Um, uh, had a ball in there. Shout out to her, she knows who she is. Um, even with my other freshman sisters and stuff, even being in their dorms and Traveling to Huntsville Place When my bestie for the restie Lived in Huntsville Place That was also times baby But we'll get to that Mm -hmm. Um, My sophomore year Part of my sophomore year I stayed in Norman Hills Which is like the on campus apartments I do remember my brother coming up there And he was like This is y'all apartments
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And if I can be real Like for HBCU, our apartments were pretty nice. Yeah. For HBCU. For HBCU. Now they was wrong. a and AM. Y'all was wrong for putting four people in their two bedroom like that.
0: But It ain't just AM, it's other HBCU. It's other HBCU too, yeah. but
1: we was packing that there now with two twin X loans. Come on now. Y'all was wrong for that. But you know what? I appreciate it for what We're it was. It was a great experience. It was a great it's experience. Great. It
0: make you grateful for a lot of stuff. That yes. I said, so make it make you grateful.
1: And when you look at other things like my apartment now, it made me appreciate it. You know I'm saying? You be appreciative yes. for what you have Very now. I did move out early and moved to Huntsville Place. That was the first time I started paying rent on my own, Thought I was doing something. Um... You can attest yes, that it was I
0: toxic. I It was toxic. It was, it was toxic. Oh my God, it was fun. It was so much
1: fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. When fun it was a lot of activity. I stayed in a, a four-bedroom apartment with all girls. And yes, one mean? of the girls was my freshman sister. The other two I did not know that well. But it was just a very heavy energy when you walk in there at times. Yeah. Because I think... Them other two girls harbored a lot of negative energy, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm, I'm so serious about like the clouds moved away once they moved yes. out and no, and no, you know, I had no beef with them. It was just, I think the feelings they harbored yeah. or whatever they was going through, it literally protruded out of their skin and yeah. into the environment. It felt my homemade was, Yes. Yeah, when yeah. you, our other roommate and then our other freshman sister moved in, yeah. it was. The avi- it was
0: my movie. homie, Yeah, It was
1: a vibe. Yes. Um, I don't miss that loud music. No. I don't. I don't miss that. But other than that, other I, than that it was nice. Hespae was Place nice. wasn't bad at all. Um, the parties know, was lit. The parties was always lit. <laughs> yeah. like, we, 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 come, we don't come back to the yeah. party. But let me speak on Hespae Place because that was the hood at one point in time. <laughs> I mean, I personally it, yeah. can remember getting rope burned from jumping mm-hmm. down to that flow when they were shooting out that oh window. My God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. They used to shoot bad.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: but I'm glad that God covered God us. God
0: kept us, Okay,
1: yes. because, you know, that it was
0: the hell, we yeah. had fun, though.
1: And that one young man did lose his life. Yeah. He was shot.
0: But thank God we left. Thank God we left. That's crazy. Happen, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Rest in peace.
1: Yes, yes, rest in peace. But I like how you touched on them parties. Let's roll back to that band life. Um, <laughs> if I can be 100% real, I mean, if you know me, you know me. But the first party I ever went to as a freshman in college was at the drum major's house. Um yeah. But <laughs> that was probably the best night of my life. The best night of my life. I have never I, that probably would have started my um drinking too. But but great time tonight. If you have not been to a
0: band that party. Band party. You missed out because the club wasn't hitting nothing the on the band The club ain't
1: hit on nothing. It was
0: people that was not in the band when it comes to our exactly. parties. Exactly, and eventually
1: know? we did open yeah. it up to the people of the the society I yeah. should say we yeah. let it. We let them come, but the band parties when it, I say by 2017 era, for real, for real, baby, it wasn't no. I need a pregame before yeah, I go. You, know. you can pregame, get drunk, and be towed up yeah. all in the, all same all the same time. Walk oh, in, man. somebody gonna hand you a shot you or, know, a a cup. Cup, yeah, or a cup, or it's some, a table with cups on it with mm-hmm. some punch. You don't know what's in the punch, but it make your chest burn, but it go down smooth. So, that's that's all I ever recall from right. them band parties. Uh, of course, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, if you know, you know.
1: If you know, <laughs> You know, no. I really missed <laughs> the band <bell parties. laughs> It was so cool because everybody knew everybody knew each other. Like these, supposed that you, you didn't sweat, it with. We didn't run push ups. What, what was it called when um, Mr. Wright used to make us run them? Um, what was it called on the field? I forgot what it. was I forgot that was
0: called, but if you but was in the if, if you, you you didn't did it, if oh, you did, stay away to heaven, mm-hmm. slave ship. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. if you know, you know. Of course,
1: so you didn't see each other basically at your yeah. worst because yeah. you sweating,
0: Sweat. and and
1: God forbid if you were like me, you was crying because I'm just tired. I'm tired.
0: Call your mom, but you ready to
1: quit? Okay.
0: <laughs> These are people you didn't struggle with, so of
1: course when it's time to yeah. let loose and we got liquor yeah. and a little shrimp, you, you know, know. we. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> party, <laughs> the idea, yes. what and then yeah. we had DJs yeah. that's the thing that's yeah. the craziest thing about it like we as a band are musically yeah. inclined, so yes. we had people who are DJs, DJs yes. in, the band, in the band. And they DJ our about. parties. What 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 DJ fee? We ain't gotta pay we, no DJ. And then
0: also our freshman year like before away games we had DJ. Mm-hmm. We have the time early in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, DJ we turn back in the band
1: mm-hmm. I missed that. You know, we and folks don't really talk about that pregame for the game though.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Homecoming. 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 Classic.
0: Classic. 2018.
1: 2018. That was a year. That was You just a, had yeah. to be there. You had to be there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just had to be there. But the band within itself was an experience that yeah. I'm so grateful for. I marched regret. three years, you marched four. But it was a, great, a great, experience. Experience. great experience. Shout out to the Fabulous Flags. Shout out to the Marching Maroon and White. Yeah, yeah. Sex section. Period. Y'all have my heart. I love right. y'all so much. Move on to our next topic. I know that um, you had financial aid with scholarship and band. Mm-hmm. I also had scholarship and band. I did not have other academic scholarships. But how did you feel about financial aid? Because I feel like a lot of HBCU people can really attest to the struggle yeah. of getting financial
0: aid. How do you feel about that? I feel like um, it's bad when you have... Like, you have to get loans and stuff because you mm-hmm. have to pay it back eventually. right? And some people don't qualify for loans mm-hmm. or their parents, quote-unquote, make too much money. Okay. So, Pretty you know, they can't really... Get much. the right education. That's mm-hmm. the, some reasons why people don't finish school because of the financial. Aid. It's the it's the funding, and it's too. I honestly feel like it shouldn't be that high to mm-hmm. go to school. I feel like it should be free.
1: I mean, if I'm doing this to really? better myself,
0: yeah, especially if it's a public institution too. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't the government help us out a little bit? You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. I don't really. I could see paying for room and board. Yeah. I could see paying for We're the dining room, hall yeah. and for where I'm sleeping mm-hmm. at night. But why am I paying for the classes? Well, I got to pay for the classes. Yes. And not to mention my, my advisor, and we're going to give them advisors in just a second. My advisor had me taking 19 credit hours my mm-hmm. first semester there. If y'all don't know, that's the, yeah, the
0: max. That's
1: the max you can take. Why am I taking it as a freshman fall in the band? Mm. Come on now. Why am I doing it? I mean, your girl did what she had to do. Came out with three point three and Ain't no flex. But I did I had to do. But it's just crazy how nineteen credit hours transfers into money. I thank God that I had a scholarship, and you know, my daddy in the army well, was in the army, and he was able to give me that benefit of having money to pay for school. But if I didn't have that. And then the flags, that was the first year we had got flags, cheerleaders, I think all auxiliary. That was the first time we ever got scholarship, and it was $1,500. I mean, in the grand scheme thing, that don't sound like a lot, but
0: baby. It's baby. better than coming from not getting it. Okay,
1: no okay. And when it's coming back to you in refund, you know, it's
0: right. really great. Yeah, that's what we call it, that refund. Then
1: refund. Hey, let's speak on it.
0: Refund check season. Baby. I'll never forget. I first got a refund check when I moved of campus. Mm-hmm. The best year. 2018. Mm-hmm baby door dash and grandpa. door dash waiter if i feel like driving oh let's just order it let's just order it order yes. pizza yes. back and
1: back if somebody else who's gonna go see but we ain't gotta speak about that person right. <laughs> but just know that contributed yeah. to our happiness lord yes. have mercy but um financial aid is so serious and i think that's why now as an educator i try to advocate for these kids Do find something you're passionate yeah. in because if you go to school for it They're gonna pay you. They're gonna pay you. Look for scholarships because they're there. I was one of those people that my parents made too much money, so I Mm -hmm. never ever saw a Pell Grant or any other type of grant that was given to you. But somehow, some way, I did have a scholarship for twenty five hundred dollars that I don't know where it came from. I didn't apply for it, but it was just on my account. And you know, I don't ask questions. I don't question God's blessings. Okay, so it's it's money out there to go to school. It shouldn't it should not be a reason why any black person can't go to HBCU. You know what I'm saying? And then the way that it's set up, you don't have to have no 24 on the ACT. You don't have to have a 3.0 GPA. You can come with, I believe from I'm saying, it's a 2.0 to a 1.5 and maybe even a 15 to 17 on the ACT, which is yeah. pretty good, cool. you know, if you want to get an education. And then, mm-hmm. even then, they'll give you money yeah. based off of, you know, your, income, your parents' mm-hmm. income, your poverty level if you are in poverty. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's money for Black people at HBCUs, yeah. and even from even from my white folks, mm-hmm.
0: they're gonna pay you because right. you're a minority. You are. Yes. I also, I always say, you get a, when you go to college, you get a chance to start over, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. have a clean slate. When you to college. Yes,
1: because yeah. anybody that knows us from high school can say that we are completely different. Yeah, people.
0: definitely. And it
1: was only, yeah, only because of my HBCU. It is such a a cultural like acceptance among HBCUs because I've been to other HBCUs and still felt. At, at home almost. No, we been went too. to Southern? Yes. Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: Shout out to Southern, Southern University.
0: University. <laughs> that is, uh, punk.
1: Shout out to that. Southern University. Cause that boombox box classic. Is That boombox classic. If it wasn't so cold, baby, we would've had a great time. Yeah. We know what to do next time. Yes. We'll be there next year. Don't wear it. Do not wear it. Do not wear it. Shout out to Southern University because yeah, I went to school in Louisiana for two years and I do feel like if I was there I wouldn't have went to Southern. I probably wouldn't have rambling. But that it was just like to see it mature, like mm-hmm. that, because that was the same, the same vibe, same energy, same type of you know cultural mm-hmm. thing going on. That was like that in high school. So imagine if I would, you know, what I'm saying, grew mm-hmm. up in there and then went to college. Baby, please, I'd be a different person. But shout out to them, real mm-hmm. shout out to all HBCUs because our HBCUs. I feel like we really do gatekeep yeah. that family feeling. Like people really will look out for you in mm-hmm. HBCUs. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have every batch has its bad yeah. apples, but
0: yeah. Let's for the majority, HBCUs are like on the come up, mm-hmm. and we get more and more and Fun. more exposure, like Nike, mm-hmm. um, Champion, Adidas. Like a lot of people are sponsoring Major clothes brands
1: are sponsoring HBCUs. Beyonce mm-hmm. did a whole
0: Coachella show about HBCUs. So
1: and Coachella, and yeah. that's why I love about celebrities using their platform properly. Because Coachella, be real. Yeah. How many of us going to Coachella? Right. Not many, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of others that are going. So that was the perfect mm-hmm. way to shed light on HBCUs, HBCUs because we a lot of us and what's about to happen now is that these HBCUs, HBCUs are about to start producing a, a lot of our black doctors mm-hmm. and our black mental health professionals and our black teachers. They are. You know, next time you see a black person that is in a high space like a educator, or mental health professional, or whatever, ask them what HBCU they went to if they went to one or ask them if they went to HBCU so you can get some type of information Mm -hmm. because if you talk to somebody who went to HBCU they're gonna give you the rundown because it's a whole different experience and to experience it yourself you want to let other people know and have them have that same experience. Um advisors
0: I feel like every HBCU go through this you have to advise yourself really
1: I pray <laughs> to God, Jesus, Joseph, Abraham, Mary, everybody that can hear me that there is some type of HBCU personnel listening to this podcast and hear me when I say stop making your professors work as advisors and hire advisors. Right. Cause it's it's not feasible how how do you want a professor to teach monday wednesday friday classes then god forbid they have a tuesday and thursday class and then stay on top of advising however many students that's a lot of work on
0: on one person
1: on one person that's a lot of work so it would make the most sense if we hire maybe five advisors it's a lot of work on them but it's you know if need be you can lean on them teachers you know what i'm saying
0: I, I think the question is is do we have the funding to
1: do Yes this? we have the funding <laughs> I I'm feel <sorry>. I'm <laughs> It's the <luck>
0: aggressive <restful.
1: laughs> Yes we have the funding what? COVID cares each HBCU got twenty four yeah. million dollars. We got the funding. And if I alone as a student was spending up to ten thousand dollars a semester Y'all have the funds to hire these advisors. I mean, advisors. And it don't even have to be, you know what I'm saying, people that you interview. It could be students. This is work study opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a way to advocate for new advisors. My advisor, I tried to really, really, really release that grudge in my heart I had for that man. Because I know he was doing the best that he could. But I was misadvised. And I'm not the only one. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of us that was misadvised on our senior year. You know what I'm saying? I went through a lot of unnecessary stress. Yes. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it. My best advice to anyone who is even considering talk to an advisor, because you don't really need them. You just need your your advising pen yeah. at a I can't speak on what everybody else mm-hmm. do, But my advice is if you feel like your advisor is misguided you do your own research... You have everything available to you, your bulletin, your catalog. You can look at this stuff yourself and use them mm-hmm. as a backup. Like, yeah. hey, double check and make sure this is correct.
0: I can speak on A&M degree works. degree works.
1: degree works tells you exactly what you need. Exactly what you need. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so that is my advice. If you can, do it yourself because that's who paying for it. So that's who paying for it, yourself. So if you can't advise yourself, do so. Um, I do want to speak a little bit on the lifestyle of HBCU. Um you didn't have to work. You didn't have to get a job, yeah. but you had to get a job and you had to work. Yeah.
0: What was your um job or jobs during your okay, so collegiate career? My first job was back in twenty eighteen. I worked at Wendy's. Okay. And the reason That's why I went fine. to Wendy's because Back in my hometown, I worked at Wendy's and mm-hmm. I don't want to go back home. Like, Period. a lot of people don't want to go back home, and I see why. So, mm-hmm. I just got me a job at Wendy's and that's where I work. And then during COVID, I worked there at FedEx. So.
1: And that's where that um, you don't have to get a job comes mm-hmm. in. You ain't got to get a job, you go yeah. home. But you ain't going to have no money, though, you know? And who wants to go home? Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. If y'all know about our hometown. Hey, yeah. <laughs> to go from Huntsville to our hometown. hometown,
0: small. We're from a small hometown.
1: Small Long Ain't town. nothing here for real. Yeah. So, of course, you don't want to leave Huntsville, and that's the Huntsville we knew in 2016. The Huntsville we know now in 2022 is a complete different. Yeah, Huntsville. it's
0: coming up. Which right. and
1: and I know for a fact, if I was going to a And M at this time, I wouldn't want to leave at all. Definitely. I'm finding me a job yeah. or two, but my first job in um, Huntsville was I was a daycare worker. At a church That was Not a great experience Um, Zero out of ten Would never recommend But my freshman year um, 2017 I did go home And my first job ever Was working at Dollar Tree <laughs> Dollar Tree around the corner <laughs> Making seven twenty five an hour My first and only paycheck Was $100 mm. And I'll never forget that And I worked the whole summer So That was Crazy. But I will say, though, um, blessing in disguise, when I stopped working at the daycare, I started working at DSW on Bridge Street. Shout out to DSW and all my store managers. I really loved that job. Um, retail is not fun at all. I do not enjoy retail or customer service. But when you're with like-minded people who all are also um, career-driven and goal-driven, it just made it a lot better. I think I just have that natural... I don't know, whatever within me to talk to people. So, yes, it was people checking out shoes, but I had conversations. You know, I had I met a lot of people through that. So, I did love that job.
0: Also, I want to say shout out to you because you gave us the discounts.
1: Oh, yes, honey. And the know, I, I, coo- yes. I cooked my friends yes. up, honey. I cooked them up. I can't tell them what I used to do because I wasn't supposed to do it. Yeah,
0: but no, no, no. <laughs>
1: so I made sure when one eat, we all eat. Mm-mm, we all eat. Me. Let's talk a little bit about relationships <coughs> in undergrad or just in the HBCU lifestyle. Of course, you want everybody want them a little boo thing. Who don't want a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, period? I had a boyfriend. It was nice while it lasted, I, that's really all I could say. Um, I met a lot of friends though. Like I have lifelong friends through A&M. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. The friends you meet, not just in band, because I mean band helps a lot, don't yeah. get me wrong, especially as a freshman college it has helped
0: if I'm still yeah. friends didn't now that
1: was your only friends until yeah. people came to school because we was up there two weeks by ourselves mm-hmm. but it it really 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 opened my eyes to people and how people act and people intentions and do they really love you what real friendship love mm-hmm. looks like shout out to our friend we can't say her name but she knows who she is. She is a light of our life. And another friend. I have a we have a lot of friends that we make the AM, but we have a lot of friends that are lights within our life, joys that they just don't even know that they was blessings at the time that they were blessings. So shout out to them. Shout out to all our friends We love you dearly. Love you dearly. Um I will say though, HBCU lifestyle taught me how to deal with black people. Um I hate to be like that. But if you're black, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what I mean. We have to deal with each other a certain way. We have to talk to each other a certain way. We have to address each other a certain way. And I will say it boosted my communication skills. Definitely. 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 And I'm not just talking, you know, me, you have, we com- uh, yeah. converse and communicate. But even with people older than me or um, people in high spaces like job, um, job employers and scholarship committees I didn't baby AM if A&M didn't give me nothing they gave me the gift of gab mm-hmm.
0: hmm.
1: I can talk I will you can talk, talk very well at that. okay so I will shout out to A&M yeah. for giving me that ability to speak mm-hmm. and not just in areas like me and you are comfortable spaces like this but I can go amongst the crowd and mm-hmm. speak so shout out to A&M for that and I think this will be the last thing we touch on we'll wrap it up post graduation mm-hmm. um I graduated in 2020 and you graduated in 2021.
0: I have one more thing. What type of issues in you like? Oh, yeah. Um, Breaking the stigma that you have to graduate in four years. Oh, yes. Yeah. You seem like yes. you're a failure.
1: I feel like that was probably one of the, if I can go back in time, that would be something that I would have really sat and talked myself about. Like, you do not have to graduate in four years, you do not have to have that pressure. To be done within four years. Take your time, take your it's,
0: time, but stay moving. You know, out. take your time yeah. and
1: do what you can with what money yeah. allows. Because you know, some scholarships yeah. do run out, yeah. in four yeah. years yeah. so people do have that rush yeah. about them to get out. But stay as long as you can to do what you need to do. Don't be up there playing,
0: yeah. Because yeah. I feel like high school, you know, with four years, you're done, but it's high school's. College is completely different from high school. Yeah,
1: because you go through so much yeah, so stuff. Because you're finding yourself, you're finding out what you really want to do, and God forbid you get three years in your program yeah. and realize this ain't what you want to yeah. do.
0: You want to change your major. You
1: want to change your major or you want to change your scenery. You don't want or to go to the school anymore. Financial.
0: Financial. Is, they pay bills. They have to work.
1: Exactly. And uh-huh. you can't attend the school no more because you got to work or whatever happened at home. You can't take
0: them into classes as she Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. So it slows you down. I will say we need to break that chain right there. Like you do not have to graduate in four years. Take your time. Do what is best for yeah. you. Now, what I will say, though, and we have to be cautious about this is that, and this is what I was explaining to our ex-friend, it's one thing to graduate from a PWI in five years or six years, shoot, even seven, but it's something completely different. An employer's mindset to graduate from an HBCU in that same time frame because let's just be 100, these employers, when they look at our resume and they look at our, you know, whatever they're looking at, our credentials on, they'll be like, I've never heard of Alabama A and mm-hmm. but I have heard of Auburn University. This Auburn University candidate graduated in five years, whereas this person from Alabama a and a university I've never heard of, it took them seven.
0: Yeah.
1: You could have graduated in them seven years with a 3.0 GPA, graduated with honors, you know, all that good stuff, right, but that understand. PWI graduate that is a well-known graduate at that, he graduated in five years, and mm, he had a 2.9. That employer is going to select that PWI graduate. So, yes, take your time. But remember who you are in society once you leave that HBCU. Especially if you're in these um, majors like electrical, or I'm going to say electrical engineering, but engineering and business and, you know, where it's a white predominant uh, workforce. You You just have to be careful. You just have to be careful, but mindful all at the same time. So, take your time, but... Get your stuff done, you know. If you're gonna take seven years, get you some credentials, some certifications,
0: get all that under your belt. Uh, one thing I would hit on before postgraduate depression, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. Um, let's talk about yeah. blacks going to HBCU and blacks going to PWI and how so it's like a versus. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like I'm better than you because I went to PWI and the HBCU. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like, and I told you a personal experience that I've had with people from PWI feeling like they're better than people that went to HBCU. And... I really wish that we as black people would break that stigma. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please stop feeling like because you took out a loan for $100,000 to go to a PWI that you are better than me. We are not better than each other.
0: At the end day, we're still black.
1: We still black so and still find the same fight. Black, yeah. If anything, with your PWI experience and PWI resources, Help me.
0: Yeah.
1: Help me. Show me what you learned because the only difference is funding. That is the yeah. only difference between PWIs and HBCUs. Cause it's a little it's a little old PWIs that be struggling for funding mm-hmm. too. So I just wish that we would stop doing that with each other. And it it's on it's on us too now. Us HBCUs be feeling like we And we you better know,
0: than something Because, like, you know how come it's doing Mark. Yeah, it do. It
1: the do. band, I mean If we're going to compare certain things, you know, (laughs) and I have to agree as an HBCU graduate that certain stuff is better than PWIs, but I really want us as people and as black Black women and men, instead of us feuding about this, well, yes, let's talk about differences that we experience, but let's also talk about what we can do to help each Each other other. and help the people beneath us. That's what we really need to focus on. The
0: black people don't want to help each other. They want to. Versus, I'm better than you, I'm this mm-hmm. than you, I'm always higher up. Mm-hmm. Instead of, let's help each other out. You know, when you fall, I pick you up, mm-hmm. and I, fall, I pick you up. You know, so. and I
1: won't say that I feel like the black community don't want to help each other. I feel like the black community, because we're in different spots, like it's so many of us, you have very rich black people, and then you have very poor black people. Mm-hmm. It's the The scavenge for resources, I feel like that makes it feel like we don't care about each other because it's like, I can't help you even want to go to college. I can't help you even want to do this. I can't help you want to do that. You know, all that stuff. It's okay for Goldberg. It's okay. (laughs) I'm not tripping. So we have all these resources that are able, that are given to us via PWIs or HBCUs or employee options or scholarship opportunities. We just have all these things that are given to us. But I feel like until we come together as one, as in the very rich man and the very poor man, come together and figure out how we can make it so that it's an even playing field, it's gonna always feel like we don't care about each other. But are you ready to move on to post-grad? Cause I don't even want to just jump in straight into post-grad depression.
0: But I just want to talk about post-grad life, period. I feel post-grad, when you go to college and you put in so much work and getting a degree, no matter really what school you go to, because pedagogues have the same problems too, Mm -hmm. they want you to have the experience. Mm -hmm. I don't get the experience, but I just graduated from college. Exactly. So trying to find a a decent Decent job to even pay something Mm -hmm. is very hard for everybody. So it's, it's depressing.
1: And if you're like us and had to move back home yeah. with parents, and, and I won't even say that we had to, it was just really the best financial it's decision. Yeah. It's just the smartest thing to do is to move back home, especially when you have parents like ours. So,
0: thank God. Shout out our parents. Shout out to our parents. Shout out to our, our parents. <laughs> Preach pastors.
1: Shout out to our parents because they molded us to yeah. be different. You know what I'm saying? They molded us to go out and get what we want. So, shout out to them, and they supported us not only financially but emotionally Emotionally. and physically. Folks driving four hours to come see me for 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my parents, so I get to crying. But but I will say, with post grad life, period, you go from being around your friends all day to only seeing them every now and then. And then when it's every now and then, I mean every Every now and then. Holidays, birthdays, major celebrations—that's really on time you see them. And it's hard because we went from seeing each other every day. We used to live with each other. We see each other every Every single day. 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 And I feel like personally, since I had graduated earlier, I when I moved back home, and if you know, if you know me, you know where I live—a lot of quiet time to think. I feel like me reflecting and not being around my friends as often, that's what shifted me into post-grad depression. Now, I will say, when you're going through post-grad depression, it don't feel like it. Because for me, and I can't speak on everybody else, my post-grad depression was centered around me thinking about the things that I wish I would have did differently. The clubs I wish I would have joined or... Something, yeah. you know, things that you wish you would have did but couldn't do mm-hmm. or things that you did do and wish you didn't do, you know. Yeah. I'm just, I was thinking about the coulda, shoulda, woulda yeah. the entire time. Yeah. And I didn't had the time where I remember I just in my car and cried just thinking about all the things that I wish I could have done on my HBCU. Made a name for myself, you know, been that memorable HBCU alumni. But as I reflect on it, not just back then, but even now, God has a reason for doing everything. You really have to trust in what God wants for you and what your purpose is on this earth. Don't get me wrong. The HBCU lifestyle is outstanding. It's fun. Really? So, it's entertaining. 10 a uh, 12 <laughs> yeah, out of 10, if awesome. I can give it higher than yeah, that. Infinity. But you have to move on with your yeah, life. You, you have, you to, have move to move on, on with your life. Because how can you fulfill your purpose yeah. in the same spot? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got
0: to keep progressing. You
1: got to keep progressing. But I would say to anybody that's going through it, um, post-grad depression, do know that it's okay.
0: And you're not alone.
1: And you're not alone. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You have to believe that everything happens for a reason. Because you stressing yourself out about what you did do, what you didn't do, what you would have did, what you can't do. It, it's going to eat you up. But you have to focus on, okay, i got a degree. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what brought me out of my post yeah. depression got a degree yeah. and then went to get another one yeah. so I'm now I'm okay I'm out of this step of my life okay college was so much wrong ooh, ooh. that's another step of my life that I love and cherish so much with all my heart but now it's time to move on to this other yeah. step of my life where I enter young chapter. adulthood yeah. where I'm starting to really care for myself and find out who I am as a person because that also is a, to me anyway it was wrapped in post-grad depression thinking about who I want to be and who I am now if I could talk back to the Michaela that was sitting in her car crying in two thousand twenty, and mind you, I was going through post grad depression in the height of COVID. COVID yeah. Which is we we'd have to have a whole different episode yeah, about, about COVID. COVID. Yeah. We would have to have a whole different yeah, episode about COVID. COVID. But time. I'm telling you, having to be by yourself because you can't really be around other people. And I don't know nobody in this town for real, for real. I don't know nobody I graduated outside of you. So I didn't have any friends for a whole year. I was at my house for a whole year. Wow. The person I am now, thank God for that molding that it took. But back then, if I go back and talk to myself, I would literally have to probably shake her and slap her a couple times Mm -hmm. like, girl, get it together. Get it together. Look at you. Look at me. Look Mm -hmm. at me. We're gonna get through it. We're going to get through it. Anybody going through post-grad depression, you are not by yourself. Any decision that you feel like you could have did this, you wish you would have did that, don't worry about it because it didn't happen. It's okay. It didn't happen. It did happen. You said that. You didn't say it. We cannot dwell on the past. We just have to be thankful for what we have now and how we're moving now. Because I know for a fact, 2016, Jaya would have ever predicted that I would be in the same situation I'm in right now. And not even just, you know, being a teacher. Because I never, for some odd reason, me going to school, majoring in English, I never thought I was going to be a teacher. I don't know how that happened. Anyway. And then even now, with me being on my own and living on my own and really being a functioning adult, I never would have pictured this for myself. Mm-hmm. But being wrapped up in that coulda, shoulda, woulda woulda deteriorated all plans I had for myself. So, I will say post that depression, it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. It is not all at one time like it was for me where I was crying just on that whole night just crying it comes in ways. I still have little bouts of depression when it comes to post grad because it's like the fun you was yeah. having. It was so much fun, so much life. Like that was probably for the rest of my life. I'm gonna say that was the best years of my I life. I think
0: post grad depression come from with college you expect after you graduate, you're supposed to just automatically thrive. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to have the mm-hmm. best job, best car, Unreal- Unrealistic house, expectations. Like, yeah. Unrealistic
1: expectations. And that's what I feel like we need as the black community. We need to unbreak that. Yeah. Stop sending y'all kids to college if they y'all know yeah. they are not collegiate bound.
0: Or stop sending kids to college and expect them to make six figures. Exactly. As soon as they graduate. That's exactly. what of pressure on a lot of kids.
1: A lot of times, a lot of us black people, we are creative. We are hands on. That is what's bred in us ancestrally or ancestor wise so why are we trying to get our our kids to go to colleges that don't support what we're trying to Mm -hmm. do these children can go to a two-year college, get a degree in producing, and produce music, or a trade, or a trade, yeah. and leave high school making. making six good money, yeah, yeah. It's So it's it's a way, yeah. it's a way, but we just have to, as black as black people, we need to assess what yeah. we are capable of. Mm-hmm. Just because you feel like you could you yourself didn't go to college, your child got to go to college, it might not be meant yeah. for your child to go yeah. to college. We have to assess. But, mm-hmm. We have to be realistic with ourselves when it comes to what we want our children to right. do because they are our future. Mm-hmm. We don't. To force them into a path that they never was destined for. Well yeah. I think
0: that it was a great conversation. I
1: really enjoyed yeah. this conversation. Our first
0: episode. Our
1: first episode. Yes, wow. Yes. Look at us. Doing what we said yeah. we're gonna do. Yes,
0: yeah. so we're talking about this for a long time. Yes,
1: and I'm glad now we it's in fruition mm-hmm. and I feel like people are really going to enjoy listening yes. to this, especially our fellow HECU alum. Yes and our in this yes layer. and our band alum yeah, and AM, AMU Y'all know, but as always, guys, you can reach us on social media. Instagram is all we have right now, but you can reach us at un underscore breaking on Instagram. Make sure you follow us, share, share this podcast to anyone you know. Also, if you have any tips on um, beginner podcasts or any tips on equipment that we can use, please, please reach out and let us know because... We're, we're up and coming, yeah. okay? This is our first episode. We're planning to get better in the future. But please reach out to us, offer us any advice. If you would like for us to um, promote you or would you like us to include you in our show, just let us know. And you can reach us at our Instagram, the underscore breaking But if that is all, I'm Jaya.
0: And I'm Khalil.
1: And this is The Unbreaking. Unbreaking.